Hey guys, WFAN the kid here, and today we're going to switch it up. Today we're going to be discussing the NYCFC game that happened last night at Red Bull Arena. I was at that game, the first NYCFC game I've attended in, what was it, 18 months, 19 months, first since October of 2019, uh, due to COVID and everything. That was, of course, the last game of the 2019 season, and just wasn't able to go to any games last season because um, I don't believe that they had fans in New York for any of those. And then early on this year, I've had a lot of soccer games on weekend my own, so it's been difficult to go. Finally got to go down to New Jersey for this one, and we're gonna break it. I'm gonna break it down for you guys. So first of all, I'd like to discuss the fact that we are playing at Red Bull Arena. We are playing at the home team of our rival. See that. I think the supporters section yesterday at the game said it best with a poster that they had um, uh, right before the match started. We are here for the players only. And that is exactly what it is. We're not a Red Bull Arena because we want to be. We did not choose this over Yankee Stadium. We, of course, we would not choose this over our own stadium, which we hopefully get in the coming years. It, it is what it is. And since we live in a country where baseball comes um over soccer so the yankees they have um they're just appreciated more i guess so they get yankee stadium and they just happen to have a lot of home games during the first half of our season and uh yankee stadium and the organization has decided to give that to them and they have been around more than 100 years longer than us so i mean i, I could see why but I just wish that there was a better place than Red Bull Arena. It doesn't feel right to call the home of our enemy home. And my experience there compared to Yankee Stadium. The food was worse. The stadium itself, capacity, in, well, the stadium of any soccer stadium is better than a baseball stadium to play soccer, but capacity, like half of Yankee Stadium, only half of the seats were open. And... I don't know. It just did not feel as welcoming. But, like, walking into it. But the fans changed that. And it, it really was a pleasant experience. And it was a, an exciting game. I was sitting uh, right by the... If you're facing the front of the stadium, it would be the, the left side. I guess from my vantage point, first row. It, it was great seats. Um, so the game kicked off. Pretty uh, normal start. Then about ten minutes in... Castellanos, it's almost like something I would compare to Giannis. He takes ten more than ten seconds allotted at the free throw line, which is very unnecessary. He he's in the box dribbling, not doing anything, just faking and not going anywhere for six, five, six seconds. And I have the best view in the stadium of that. He was at the left goal, and just the whole crowd was yelling him, shoot, shoot, shoot something that I'm very used to doing at Rangers games. They never uh, shoot. Definitely not before this year. Uh, anyway, extremely lucky. I don't know what Buchanan was doing. For some reason, he tackles Castellanos, who wasn't moving an inch, gives us a penalty, a golden opportunity. And uh, a controversial thing, in my opinion, is when a penalty gets saved... Do you blame the player or do you credit the goalie? You do both. You blame the player 
for giving for being wide open, no pressure. With, of course, the goalkeeper can cover the whole goal. You have the whole goal to try and score. So obviously, you have to blame the player for not putting it in a position where you know you could get it in. But you also have to give credit to the goalie. So it's a combination of both. And Matt Turner. I believe the fan next to me at the end of the game, we just happened to be sitting next to his family at the end of the game. They came down, they were hugging Matt Turner, they gave him, I believe it was his niece and his nephew, and I believe that they put it best when they called him a beast. Without Matt Turner, NYCFC, five goals, I would say. Maxi Morales had that golden chance in the 90th minute. I don't know how Matt Turner saved that. I don't know how, the, the penalty save was amazing. Um, What else, what else? Just a lot of important, important saves throughout the game. Almost impossible saves that you really would not expect to be made. And it was almost an opposite comparison to Sean Johnson. But before I talk about the players, let's let's talk a little bit more about the results. So obviously, like I said, the penalty was saved. And we were actually dominating in shots. Much more chances created. And New England, two shots at halftime. Two shots on target. I believe we had seven, six, something like that. Definitely a considerable amount more. And at halftime, losing 1-0. You could just feel the atmosphere was a little bit, not a little bit, a lot of bit, disappointed. Nobody was excited for had the halftime whistle. Like It was almost a silent crowd at halftime. Early on in the second half, that did change. Atmosphere became more lively when Tiago... First appearance off the bench for us. Scores a great goal off the post and in. And just to be clear, I don't blame Matt Turner for either of the goals scored. If anything, I, I blame the defense, um, especially for the second goal. But uh, Tiago, what a great moment for him. He did get yellow card for celebration, but we don't care. I, I doubt he cares either. Um, the... the the celebration from the fans and the players after that first goal, it was just massive. It made you forget the first half. It made you forget that you're at Red Bull Arena. It just brought back all the memories from the, la- from the last um, uh, five years that I've been an NYCFC fan. All those times at Yankee Sam, it just it felt right. First goal I've seen them score in person in such a long time. It's what I'm used to. And... I don't know if it's luck or just the fact that we've been pretty decent over the last three or so years. I have only been to two games that NYCFC has lost um, in the regular season and two playoff games that we lost, sadly. And I, I've probably I've been to way more than that. But just my point is, when I go to SCNYCFC, I, I don't expect them to lose. I, I never expect that. Because we, we are a team that has the potential to be number one in the Eastern Conference. And we were, several years ago, number one in the Eastern Conference, unless I'm having severe amnesia. Um, But anyway, getting on with the game, I, I apologize for I keep getting sidetracked. We then go later to the second half, and, I don't know, the New England offense, it just woke up those last 20 minutes, pressuring a lot harder. Second goal that they scored, it was off the free Yes, it, it was off the free kick, wasn't it? Um, that they sent in, and they scored. It was just a great goal, unlucky. And I don't feel like Sean Johnson performed well enough. The first goal that New England scored, I think he definitely could have made better effort for that, at least tried to get a hand on it. But it is what it is. 
we came storming back off the corner. Um, I believe Matt Turner or Deflexner or something fell right to the jury Strati, put it in. And like I said before, you don't blame Matt Turner for that, who was a beast, to say the least, throughout this game. And 2-2, looks like we have at least a, a draw. And then not even three minutes later, Tinnerholm, it looks like he has the coverage. I cannot stop replaying this in my mind. Again, I this was in the second half. Newland attacking the goal right in front of our eyes from where we were sitting. I can't stop replaying in my head how Tinderholm was so close to Buchanan and then lost him so quickly and just let him get by him in like the blink of an eye. But then it's okay. Mistakes happen, right? Tejan Buchanan is there. First you have Tinderholm, who, who makes a decent effort to return to the play and stop that ball in just late. And then you think, oh, it's fine. You have Chanel not too far behind him. And then you think, oh, it gets past him. Oh, it's fine. You have James Sands right behind him. And yet it gets by all three of them and falls to the ex-NYCFC man himself, Tommy McNamara, right in front of the supporter section to deliver the winning goal to New England. I think we knew. We knew after that goal. That crushed the spirit out of us. And for, for a very rare moment, this never happens. The supporter section has drums. And even after they score, they're still drumming, cheering all along. They were stunned. The whole stadium was stunned. And to put it this way, New England is the best team in the conference. I don't care who we're versing. I don't care if we're versing an undefeated team. I don't care if we're versing a European team, for that matter. We expect to see our boys in blue win. At the or at least tie, we we don't ever expect them to see them lose, and a lot of different players did not perform up to what I hoped. Tinnerholm, three assists this year, great. You got to be faster, and if you know that a guy is faster than you, like Buchanan, you have to be behind him. You cannot let it uh, slip your mind like that and let him get so easily behind you to give up that game-winning goal. You cannot. And Chanel and Sands, yes, Tinderholm, in my opinion, but, um, is one of the more athletic players on the defense. You might call Chanel more of a leader, more experienced, but in my opinion, Tinderholm is really the most athletic guy on that defense. Chanel and Sands, they are there. They need to make more of an effort to think, hey, I need to be ready if this ball gets by Anton. No, they have to remain alert. And it was just a collapse of the defense in the last 20-15 minutes, and a lackluster effort from Sean Johnson that led to this 3-2 defeat. But we fought valiantly. This was a tough team, a New England that's in, sitting high in first place with um, good coaching staff, trans uh, fans that travel well. There was a considerable amount of New England fans there. And I have to give New England credit. I, I have to. As much as I might not like them, as much as I as much, I guess a better word would say dislike them, I have to give them credit. It was a hard-fought game, and they became out victorious. Um, New York City Football Club, two more games this week. Three games at Red Bull Arena in one week. Wednesday, you have Atlanta. Sunday, which I will be going to again. I can't can't remember the last time I went to two NYCFC games in one week. It's going to be crazy. Hopefully they do better this time against DC United at home. Tough opening um, first game of the season loss in DC after taking the lead, of course, losing that. But we will see if we can bounce back from this uh, upsetting loss 
And I think we will. We are a resilient team. All right, guys, this about wraps it up for this podcast. Let's switch it up a little bit. Haven't done much MLS content, but hopefully you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed uh, making it for you. Uh, have a great rest of your day, guys. Thank you for listening to WF Hand the Kit.